This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Folk who are also collateral damage right now, and they're awaiting surgeries that have been put on ice because the hospitals were anticipating somewhat of a surge. To wit, uh, Jimmy Mann is one such. He's an individual who needs a double lung transplant, and he's joined us on the line from his home in the Niagara region this afternoon. Jim, good to have you aboard on the Oakley Show. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Thank you. So, uh, Jim, tell me about uh, your situation. Where do you stand now? You're in need of a double lung transplant, is that right? That's right. They can't do a single. They, they have to do a double with me. Uh-huh. And we're just waiting and waiting and waiting for this uh, COVID to, to clear so we can get in there and get this done. How long have you been waiting now? Well, I've been. Uh, this has been going on for about a year and a half. But as far as being actually listed, it's just since March. I see. Were you slated to go in at some point and then they called you off? No, there's no such thing as uh, having a date. People ask me that all the time. Do you have a, a date for your surgery? And unfortunately, that's not the case. You have to wait for somebody to pass on. And um, and then they call us. And we have uh, a two and a half hours to get to the hospital from our phone call. So wow, it's that no, immediate. Uh, that immediate, yes. And so uh, it's all based on when lungs become available, correct? Correct, yes. Uh, and so conceivably, I guess, some lungs could have become available. I don't know if you know uh, how that might be working, but in the absence or in uh, the case where COVID now has sort of tied up the hospitals and people don't you know, uh, want to necessarily get into those hospitals, it puts them in a precarious position. Do you know if you maybe missed out on some lungs? I don't know that, but I'm sure I have. Um, yeah. They just don't even go to harvest them now. I mean, most most lungs, they have to fly somewhere to get them, and uh, I'm sure they're not even being harvested now because there's, they're just a waste, unfortunately. We need more now, donors now, that's for sure. <laughs> I can understand that. Now, where is this transplant supposed to take place? At Toronto General? At Toronto General, yes. Right. Uh and what is the reason cited for uh, not taking you at this time? Uh, it's not for lack of lungs, uh, I guess, based on what you've just told us. What would the reason be? It's because of COVID, COVID nineteen. They just—it's too dangerous to have anybody in there. If if it was an emergency, life-threatening uh, situation, I believe they are doing some. Um, but obviously, I'm not at that point yet. Um, so we just wait. Right, uh, but the idea is that they don't want you anywhere near that hospital because of COVID nineteen. Correct. And and the well, reasons for that, that because well, COVID nineteen attacks the lungs, like we know. Mm-hmm. Um, and mine are I, I'm on about twenty six percent lung capacity now. So if I got COVID nineteen, I think that would be game over. There's just no recovering from that. Right. And so, uh, better to be safe than sorry. I just wondered if there'd be uh, any way that the hospital can make an arrangement where it's in a far separate wing. Uh, I don't know how the hospital's configured, but uh, that's not a consideration, eh? I don't believe so. They, Like I said, they are doing some very emergency ones, but I don't know where and I don't know how. They they don't tell us all that stuff. Um, it's just a wait. That's all I can say. If it's COVID-19, it, I, I'm sure they're not going to open up anything, only uh, dire emergencies. Um, until the COVID-19 is over. And that could be yeah, my, but, Well, that is the question mark then, Jim. I mean, uh, 
because, you know, you're on the clock, too. And uh, yeah. if it doesn't open up, I mean, is there a point after which? Because, you know, even with cancer patients, for example, uh, they may deteriorate while they're waiting for this COVID-19 thing to clear. Uh, how much is that a consideration in the timing here? Well, it's obviously a, a concern. Um, I'm, it, it, it's hard for me, to, especially being uh, confined like this, too. I like to get out and walk, and this, that all things like that help me, um, which isn't safe to do so anymore. So um, I don't know what to do. It just We just hope and hope that this clears up soon because it's definitely going to be concerning me uh, sooner than later. Yeah, when you say we, uh, your wife Lori as well, I'm guessing she's extra cautious so she doesn't bring anything like that into the house. Oh my gosh, you wouldn't believe it. She walks around with wipes and we have masks and she wipes the door handles, she wipes anything we get in the mail, anything else, she's wiping it and using gloves and we're very, very, very careful. I don't go anywhere except maybe for a ride in the car just to get out. What about uh, food coming into the house, anything else by way of delivery? What do you do? We've We've had a couple of deliveries, uh, uh, Walmart for one, a meat company for another, and family, thank God, they uh, they bring us things and uh, leave them outside the door, and, and we pick them up. Uh, but no, we're not going in any grocery stores. It just can't happen, even for my wife. How about your wife? I mean, have any of the health authorities uh, suggested that maybe she get tested periodically just so you're safe and you know the status? No, they haven't, but it's probably not a bad idea, but no, they have not. Yeah. In the meantime, uh, you wait, and uh, if the word were to come tomorrow, you're packed and ready to go. We've been packed and ready to go for some time. There's nothing to add to the suitcases. They're zipped up. The phone rings. We go. We've got two and a half hours to get there, so I don't have to rush. But uh, I'm more scared about this COVID-19 than I am the surgery, and it's a 9 to 12-hour surgery. Right. So my guess is, uh, in some ways, you've made your peace with the surgery. It's just this other thing, so you'd avoid that at all costs. And even if, uh, you know, would you even be apprehensive when the, fo- the call finally comes? Uh, what's it going to take psychologically for you to think, uh, yeah, we're all clear and it's good to go? Well, I don't think I'd have to worry about that. Toronto General is very, very, very good, and I'm, I know that they would be um, extra cautious for this, for this surgery. So, Jimmy, is there any... Uh, chance if it's prolonged that your condition worsens to a, a point where maybe uh, even surgery isn't going to help absolutely I, you know it, it's i've been sick since i was 50 years old i'm now 65 uh-huh. so i've been sick for 15 years i've been oxygen for about eight years so it's deteriorating um and as it gets worse it deteriorates faster so absolutely there's a concern there yeah it's one of these cases where, uh, who knows, uh, just, you know, out of the blue, uh, life throws you a curve, and uh, this is now what you have to endure and wait on something to be resolved. We're all hoping it's sooner rather than later. I mean, people express frustration because they can't go walking in the park on the weekend. Here you are waiting a double lung transplant and uh, mm-hmm. scared to death, understandably so. Yes. I appreciate you joining us, Jim. I mean, uh, Thank you. we hope to follow up and find out everything went off, uh, you know, as well, as could be expected, if not better, and uh, you've got many, 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 many good years ahead of you. Uh, we all need to get past this thing. All the best to you and to your wife, Lori. Okay, thank you very much. You got it. Jim Mann is uh, awaiting a double lung transplant. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio. 